I'm Ellie Swift, ex-corporate marketer turned CEO and seven-figure business mentor for high-performing women building and scaling their soul-led, intentional, and profitable online businesses. I've coached hundreds of women to make six, multi-six, and seven figures using my signature Swift marketing method. And in this podcast, I'll teach you the strategy, marketing, and mindset to help you do the same. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I hope you're having the most incredible day. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'm recording this post a trip to Bali, Bubud in Bali, and I'm feeling so refreshed and rejuvenated and well-rested and really excited to be back in my life, like back in my routine of my life. I think the sign of a really good holiday is one where you come back and you've had a great time away and you've maybe indulged a little bit or spent a little bit of time outside of your routine and you just come home and have this newfound appreciation for your life. And I think being in amidst uh, obviously the last few years of the pandemic, we've all been traveling less. You know, we, we still managed to get away in our camper trailer, Fran, and um, had a few trips here and there, but we definitely have been traveling less. We used to travel and fly so much more. And I haven't had that huge, overwhelming opportunity to look at my life through fresh eyes in a really long time. And going to Bali, which is of course, you know, a third world country, just gave me that opportunity to have that renewed perspective and appreciation for the cleanliness and beauty and amazingness of our morning walk and our home and where we live and the calmness of where we live and just the energy of everything around us and how easy it is to regulate my nervous system in our home and in our area. And so just so much appreciation for the day today. And it just feels so great to be back here with you. And obviously a big part of my appreciation is for doing work in the world that I love so much that I know I'm getting to support other humans to live out their lives where they feel really, really in alignment and empowered and supported and abundant. And so being here is such a big part of what I'm grateful for. So I wanted to share that with you first and foremost. All right. Today, I'm really excited to do a solo episode on the 10 things that I wish I'd known on the road to earning a million dollars. And, you know, over the life of the business, we have earned several million dollars and I should have gone back and done a full calculation. I don't know exactly what that is, but just to speak loosely, you know, when I was working part-time in my business before I started full-time, we did, I think it was $20,000 or $30,000 in that very first year. And then the year after that, I made $120,000. And then the year after that, I made $400,000. Then we went up to, I believe it was seven fifty, dollars And then this last financial year just gone, we did $970,000. So we have done a couple of million dollars, whatever that total calculation is over the last couple of years. And you can tell that my nonchalance with some of that in that I haven't gone back and calculated that total amount, which just goes to show that, you know, so much of it is being so, so grateful for what you've created, but also not being super attached to all of it. And 
knowing that, you know, it's been a really big journey to create this business. And there have been so many lessons that I've learned over the last few years. And I know that wherever you're at in business right now, whether it's early stages or you're going for your first million dollar year this year, that there's going to be things that I share in these 10 things I've learned that are going to be really relevant to you. So I wanted to speak to each of these and I'm going to dive straight on in. Now, the first thing I wish that I had known or that I'd been told is that you're going to need to work a lot at the start and likely at every single time you scale or change things. In the online space right now, there is there are so many conversations about things getting to be easeful in business. And I absolutely believe that to be true to my core. Abundance comes through ease. But there's a difference between easeful and easy. And when you're starting in your business, you will need to put in the hours. You'll need to put in the time to set up the infrastructure of your business. And that doesn't need to feel like hustle. It certainly didn't for me, but it did look like a lot of hours. And so you can hear how a lot of this is the mindset and quite honestly, how passionate you are about your work. You know, do you desire to spend the time building your business? Are you willing to make the trade-offs of working at night when your kids are in bed or for going weekends out with your family or your friends or whatever it might be? Are you willing to do those things? Because the early stages of business mean that your business needs to be prioritized. And that looks like prioritization through it being something that is top of mind and also something that you spend a lot of time in. And so I'm quite honestly really fed up with seeing people in the online space who are expecting it to just kind of be handed at at the start. Like there is work to be done in early stages of business and execution is everything. And in addition to those early stages, you need to put in the hours anytime you're wanting to change or scale something. And so what I find in my business is that there are seasons where I'm doing much less. So I have got down to 17 hours a week in the business. And then there's weeks where I'll do more than that because I know that there's things I need to shift or change. And so it's useful to be really mindful of that when you're crafting your business and you're building your life that you want is to play with what type of business am I creating? How many hours do I want to spend in my business? I've got clients that spend 20 hours a week in their business without fail. They don't work more than that because they have young children. And so they don't have the ability to work more than that. And they've crafted a business that really works for them because of that. And it does mean that changes or scaling might happen a little slower in that particular season. And that is totally okay. You know, not making that mean anything. And also knowing that you don't need to be limited by that particular season of your life in any way. So that's the first thing is knowing that you are going to have times where you can work a whole lot less and there will be times where you need to work hard, just plain and simple. And if you love your business, it's not going to feel like hard work. The second thing, and this is really coming off the first, is that your business requires a lot of brain space and you kind of need to be okay with that because it's something that requires a lot of mental energy in terms of, you know, wanting to always think about how you're going to innovate 
and always considering, you know, strategies that might work really well for your clients and how you can upgrade things for your clients and how you can shift things in your business that are really going to support you and being excited and inspired and looking at everything through the lens of curiosity. Complacency and stagnation are not words that are synonymous with business. Being creative and curious and inspired and excited by change is going to serve you massively. The third one here is that marketing and sales is your only real priority at the start of your business. Then it changes. So the biggest personal learning for me with this was that I knew that marketing and sales was going to be my focus for the first year of my business. What I didn't realize was how business was going to look for me maybe three to four years in, which was that it would take a real shift to being focused on boundaries and systems and support and really embodying the leader that I needed to be. So in the early stages of business, marketing and sales is everything because your number one priority is earning money because without a business, we don't have money, right? So your number one priority is creating your marketing and sales funnel to generate a steady flow of clients into your business. Because once you've got that steady flow of clients, you can then build out the business that works for you and supports you, but you've got to get the clients first to do that. That's your priority in those early stages. So whatever you're investing money in, in your early stages of business, invest it in your sales and marketing. It's again, all too common, something that I see right now that people won't necessarily prioritize those things in the early stages of their business. And I really see that as being such a tragedy (laughs) because, you know, prioritizing things like your spiritual journey or the inner work, while all of those things are absolutely required and necessary, it is focusing on client attraction in those early stages, which again comes back to your sales and marketing. So ensure that you are prioritizing that. And then in your later stages of business, you need a really good business mentor who knows how to support you when it comes to leadership and support and systems and all of those things. And so in the Swift Marketing Method that I teach my clients from early stages of business through to their first million dollars in business, Uh, I cover all of those things because I know how important uh, each of those things are at each stage. The fourth one here is that you cannot do this business journey alone. You cannot do it alone. And the longer you resist having support, the harder it's going to be. And when I'm talking about support, I'm talking about having the coach, having the mastermind, peers around you, having support in your business. There's really those three layers of support, which I believe are so, so key. I've had mentorship since the day I started my business through to now. I've worked with my current coach for over three years. In addition to that, I've been in a mastermind for years. And in addition to that, I also have support in my business. And, you know, the support changes, uh, across the different levels, but I really recommend creating safe, stable, solid support where possible. 
that's the reason why I've worked with my coach over a long period of time, because that's really grounding to me to be working with somebody who really knows and understands my business um, and is committed to seeing me in my stuff. You know, I know the clients that I've worked with for longer periods of time. I know their mindset stuff. I know the challenges that they might be experiencing um, that, you know, that comes up in patterns again and again and again. And I've got the ability to support them at that deeper level because I've been working with them longer term. Considering, you know, are you being supported by a mentor? Do you have peers around you? If you're not at a stage yet where you're able to to pay for that support across all levels, what does support look like for you right now? You know, where can you introduce more support in your life and in your work? The fifth point here, and this was a big learning for me. So obviously, as I'm talking to each of these 10, there were components of each of these that I knew already, but they have been the biggest learnings. And this number five that I'm about to speak to, I didn't really, really know this until maybe a couple of years into my business journey. And that is that more than one thing can be true. So what I used to find is that I could be quite rigid in my thinking. So for example, I might think it's not possible for business to be really easeful and for it to be really hard at the same time. That doesn't make any sense. Or it's not possible for things to be amazing and challenging at the same time. Or you can't have an easeful business and hard conversations at the same time. That makes no sense. But actually, I would say arguably that I am in the greatest season of my business to date. And also I'm about to make some shifts and changes in my business that are like nothing I've ever done before, because I know that those are required for the next step within our journey. In addition to that, I would say that business is the most easeful it's ever been right now. And there are also really hard parts within the business that have never been harder. So more than one thing can be true at any one time. And the reason why I think this is so important to know is that there is a wealth of information out there because, you know, people are focused on being thought leaders. You know, that's something that I teach is how to be a thought leader. And that means taking a point and really putting your own spin on it, making it your own. And so I can see two social media posts on any given day and they could say, totally opposing things. And I could agree with both of them. I might see a post, for example, that says to make things work in your business, you need to work. You need to execute. You need to implement. Let's just say that's one post that I see. I agree with all of that in its entirety. I might also see a post on that same day that says something like, to succeed in business, it is so much more about work. It's about aligning yourself with the frequency of money. It is about being abundant as fuck. It is about having an expansive mindset. And that is the thing that's going to get you to your first million. I also agree with that. And you can see how you put those alongside one another. And they're almost like conflicting statements, but both are true. Knowing that more than one thing can be true at the same time is going to support you from getting stuck in that really kind of binary thinking of there's only one thing that is true for me right now. It's going to help you to be really open-minded and expanded and curious in your business journey, in the information that you consume and in the way that you learn and grow. That was a huge aha for me and I really hope that it's something that supports you as well. 
I'm interrupting this episode for just a minute to tell you more about how you can be coached by me in 2022. So the way that I coach my clients to build six-figure and multi-six-figure businesses is through my two well-known mastermind programs, SwiftMind and Six Figure Circle. If you're a coach, creative, or a consultant wanting to build a six-figure, multi-six, or seven-figure business, then I'd absolutely love to support you. The next round starts in September 2022, and we often sell out before announcing to the public. If you want to save a space, you need to be on the wait list. So to do that, just jump on over now to elliswift.com forward slash mastermind. Let's dive back into the episode. Welcome back. Number six is that you will have uncomfortable and hard conversations a lot. And for any of my clients that are listening to this, particularly those who are in my six-figure circle and my swift inner circle, I'm sure there's some head nodding going on right now because that is a big part of business is having hard conversations. As a business owner, you are constantly serving your business. You're constantly serving your clients. You're constantly serving your team and you're constantly serving yourself. And that means that you are navigating different energies, different priorities, different um, objectives. And so that requires you to create great boundaries and honor what is most true for you at any one time, knowing that there will be conflicting priorities. That might mean hard conversations with team where you need a different level of support from them. That might mean hard conversations with clients where you need to set boundaries that they're perhaps not honoring. It might look like hard conversations with yourself when things aren't working and you need to change something and you know that that's going to require a lot from you. Knowing that hard conversations are part of business is so helpful because I know for me, when I started having hard conversations, I thought there was something wrong with me and I was doing something wrong. Why do I have to keep having these hard conversations? Why is this so challenging? You know, I, I would make, I would make it mean something about me and I would make myself wrong in the process. So knowing that there is nothing wrong with you when you're having to have hard conversations, but actually it's an opportunity to sink deeper into your alignment is going to support you so much. Number seven is that creating exceptional boundaries is absolutely essential in business. And the reason why it is so essential is because Without boundaries, you won't be able to scale and build the business that you want to build. You'll likely be at the mercy of being a workhorse, (laughs) plowing away consistently, overworking. Everyone thrives when boundaries are in place because everyone understands the confines of the container and how to show up and how to get best supported. I know that by having a really clear structure of how people can get supported in our masterminds that supports them to therefore then get the best results. And I know that it's my clients that really show up within the confines of the container uh, that do get the best results again and again and again. And so creating those boundaries creates support for yourself and also safety for your clients. And that was a really big one for me when I had that aha moment of 
oh, the more I create boundaries and stick to them and honor them, the more my clients are going to feel really served and supported in the process. So having exceptional boundaries is key. Knowing what your boundaries are at every stage is key because it's going to mean that you can focus on serving your people more and better rather than constantly having a dysregulated nervous system and bouncing all over the place because you haven't created any clear boundaries. Number eight is that your mindset will be tested. So therefore it needs to be prioritized. Do I have the mindset that I'm coming to you with all the time? I would say I have this mindset about 80 to 90% of the time, but that's only because I prioritize my mindset every single day. And in addition to prioritizing my mindset every single day, when things feel hard or I feel challenged or something comes up that dysregulates my nervous system, or throws me into a thought loop that is really jarring or challenging, I focus on bringing myself back into alignment before I do the next thing. So prioritizing your mindset is essential. If you allow yourself to get caught in, this is hard, this is challenging. I'm never going to be successful. My clients hate me, you know, whatever it might be, you're going to find yourself in a spiral that can be really hard to get out of. And so prioritizing your mindset work, like you would prioritize your strategy is absolutely crucial. So that looks like focusing on your mindset every single day, whether it be through a journaling practice, a meditation practice, getting out in nature, stepping away from your laptop, whatever it is. Um, We've got an episode where I talk a little bit about my morning routine that you might want to go check out. We'll pop that episode in the show notes for you. But outside of that, there's obviously plenty of episodes related to mindset as well that you can go back and check out because you will know if you've been here for a while that What I teach in the Swift Marketing Method is the trifecta of mindset, marketing, and strategy, which I believe are the key things to create success in your business. So focusing on your mindset is so key. It's the people I know that have a really abundant mindset, that have a really strong CEO mindset, that are curious and determined and tenacious that create incredible, incredible businesses. Number nine is your strategy won't remain stagnant. And I could have also titled this one, the joy is in the journey. So when I started out in business, I kind of had this belief that I was going to build a business where one day I would like wake up and I'd made it and everything had come together and everything worked and everything was amazing. And I was like, great, I've got my business model down. I've got the clients that I want and we are done and I can like wipe my hands and know that I'm just sorted and, you know, cue a million dollars consistently every year forever onwards. And (laughs) business just doesn't work like that. You know, the, the joy really is in the journey and we are better when we're in beta, when we're constantly moving and shifting and changing the online space is an ever-changing landscape. And we are also ever-changing in the way that we show up in our life and in our work. And so knowing that it doesn't work like that, but rather we're always operating within seasons means that everything we're doing is about 
constantly focusing on determining what alignment looks like for us in any given moment. So I'm always thinking about what does alignment look like right now? And what am I working towards for the next couple of years in my business? And therefore with those two things in mind, how do I want to show up right now? When you're thinking with both that long-term view and also the the short-term lens, you're going to A, prioritize your path forward in your business and B, enjoy the journey. So as an example, I'm always thinking ahead in that I know I want to be in this business model in a couple of years time and I will likely at that point be charging more. I'll be working with less clients. Um, And so that means that I'm always focused on continuing to build my audience. I'm always focused on continuing to show up and share my craft. I'm focusing on always being an exceptional coach. In addition to that, I also know that I am in the years of my business right now where living my life is really important. And I have created over the last four to five years an ability to have and cultivate both. And so the joys in the journey means not working 40 hour weeks. It means really focusing on being present in my life and in my work. And so know that your strategy will not remain stagnant. And that means that constantly being in a state of ebb and flow is key and getting to be okay with that change because, you know, we resist change as humans, but being okay with that change is really going to support you. Number 10 is this business journey is the greatest personal development journey of your life. I truly believe that if you want to expand into all of the edges of yourself as a human, you should start a business because having a business will see you in your power and your depths and your strengths. And it will also highlight, um, big areas of growth and challenge and consistent improvement. So for example, for me personally, my business journey has allowed me to see just how capable and abundant I am. I never knew that I could be the sort of person to earn a million dollars. I never knew that was possible for me. I had absolutely no idea that was possible for me. And being in this now, being in this vision, I'm so infinitely proud of what I've created, of course. And it's so inspiring for me to know that if that was the path for me, that other people can have this as well. And really that fuels me in my coaching every single day, knowing that if I didn't know it was possible for me, my clients who are currently in that season of perhaps not knowing it's possible for them, I can support them to shift that and move beyond that and create beyond what they realized was possible for them. It's so freaking awesome to be able to do that. That is very much um, something that that I'm so focused on in my business is supporting people to be able to move through that. And in terms of the depths and the challenges, I've certainly met myself in those hard conversations that we were talking about before in the hard times of business, in my fears of my people-pleasing tendencies and my fear of being disliked or my fear of being misunderstood, obviously being a coach, there is a lot outside of your control when it comes to client results and knowing that I can't practice over responsibility and I can only be responsible to a point and all of those things that have just encouraged me to meet myself in my depths. And I have time and time again. And so 
like I said, it really is the greatest personal development journey of your life. And when you look at it through that lens, I I almost meet that with like humor, like, oh, how funny that I am on this wild personal development ride. I love it. I think it's just so magic to be able to look at it through that lens. All right. I'm just going to recap the 10 and then we're going to wrap up this episode. So the first one is you'll need to work a lot at the start and likely at every time you scale or change things. Two, your business requires a lot of brain space. Number three, marketing and sales is your only real priority at the start. Then it shifts. Number four, you can't do it alone. Five, more than one thing can be true. Six, you will have uncomfortable and hard conversations a lot. Seven, you'll need to create exceptional boundaries. Eight, your mindset will be tested, so it needs to be prioritized. Nine, your strategy won't remain stagnant. And 10, this is the greatest personal development journey of your life. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I have loved recording it for you. Now we are coming up to our hundredth episode, which is wild and so exciting. In that episode, I am going to be answering a whole bunch of questions from you, all the things that you've ever wanted to know, but you're too afraid to ask me. I want you to ask these questions. So if you have any questions that you would like me to answer for you in episode 100, I'm going to be interviewed by a very special guest who I can't wait to share with you. Then please come over and ask me a question. If you DM me, that is the best place to ask the question. DM me on Instagram, Ellie H. Swift. And from there, I will answer your question in a couple of episodes time. So the time will be here before we know it. If you have a question that you want answered, come on over and do it right this second, because it's all too easy to forget. Ask the question and I will answer it for you on our hundredth episode. I can't wait. Big love to you. Have the most amazing day ahead. And I will be back with you very soon.